We already finished our mints, haven't we? You have. You still got the mint? You're still minting? I had two mints to your one mint, and I finished both of those mints. You know, I wanted to talk to you about cameras right before we started. Yes. Um, I've wanted to talk to you about it for a while. And then I was like, we'll do it off the podcast. And I made that choice Yeah. when I saw you put a second mint in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. So you know what? Let's just wait to record until uh, instead of three mints on the microphone. You tricked me. I didn't trick you. You I tricked just me. reorganized. I could have been double minting, deuce minting. Deuce minting up. I could have been deuce minting. <laughs> what is it? Deuce minting? No, what am I thinking of ex machina? Machine. Oh, yeah. How do you say that? Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Yeah. Deuce Ex Machina. Yeah. Yeah, it's French. I think it means something about... uh, uh, A machine? Big green turtle doves or something like that. Oh, neat. It's Latin. I'm being a turd. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it. Stop judging me. Chapter 16... Queek work. Oh, look at that. I knew you were going to go queek. That's good stuff. Yeah, we're queek boys. This is one of the worst (laughs) books I've ever read in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I have never seen you laugh so hard while reading a Hardy's chapter. I thought you were going to die. Yeah, it's bad. (laughs) One part in particular is terrible. Well, actually, this whole chapter is bad. This whole book is bad. But this chapter specifically, I thought the last chapter was bad. This this takes the cake in two parts. Yeah. Massively. Th- there's, there's things that happen here, which I feel like <laughs> the author must have like written this chapter after hitting himself in the head with a rock <laughs> and forgetting about everything that happened leading up to this chapter. <laughs> Like, oh, that's the best way to write, concussed. <laughs> just, just knock out that short-term memory and get to writing. I thought this was a really experimental chapter, Franklin. How did you do that? Well, I dropped an anchor on my head. I, dropped, I was caught in a landslide. I, was, I dropped a little bit of ecstasy and an anchor. <laughs> Double drop. Uh, Sheila's not coming back. <laughs> She's gone. Turns out Sheila was never real. <laughs> I asked her if she liked my writing. She didn't. <laughs> News flash. That's what she told me at our wedding reception. The title of this was basically how he wrote this chapter. It was just queek. Queek work. He's like, what can I afford today? Well, I got 10 minutes, so let's do some queek work. Oh, man. Yeah. So we left off. Uh, Malloy is yelling at the boys because they're trying to overpower them with witchcraft. <laughs> I guess they're casting spells and whatnot, and you know, to and shut then, up. Then he's suggestively tapping his revolver and yeah, and threatening that he's going to make it hot. It's going to get hot. He quoted Nelly. He just looked at him. He's like, "It's about to get hot in her." Hot in her. <laughs> and after that, a melancholy silence fell among the prisoners. All were downheartened. Okay, so it we looked as if their fate truly was sealed, sealed like the animals. So uh, they've been kissed like by a rose. <laughs> <laughs> the boys are left kissed by a rose, and there is such despair in that last paragraph. And we come in in despair. In despair. First words. Look at that. And the uh, the boys glance over at their father on the cot, who, like the true psychopath that he is, is smiling. 
They're surprised to see Dad smiling. Frank was about to ask him what he had found, uh, what he had found amusing from their predicament when his father shook his head in warning, and he looked over at the guard. He's a guard. What do you think is about to happen? What was going through your mind here? That Malloy's asleep. Malloy was not watching the prisoners. He sat staring at the floor. Occasionally, his head would fall forward. Then he would jerk it back, as if struggling to keep awake. Now, you looked up, in between the episodes, you looked up truculent. Truculent, yeah. And what does it mean? Uh, Truculent is uh, someone who's always looking for a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Does this <laughs> strike you as someone who's truculent? This man is not truculent. Not this truculent man is narcoleptic. <laughs> That's the word they should have used. He's a sleepy man. He's a sleepsman. He's just a chill dude. He's the dude. He's in his long cardigan, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, nice what are those? Um, the blankets. What are they called? Snuggies? Yeah. Yeah. I imagine like, he's in like a leopard with print sleeve. snuggie. Yeah. Leopard <laughs> print. Because I'm a bad boy. He made it himself out of Japanese silk. <laughs> it's so soft. It's so luxurious, boys. I love the Japanese silk. And here we go. Snapman sure made a poor selection when he chose Malloy as a guard. The boy is thought. So this is a series. So <laughs> this entire chapter. I, yeah, I, I wrote in the margin on the next page, like, do they? Do the boys have The Shining? Because they're, I could go for some think, ice cream. They're thinking, want some ice cream, Doc? <laughs> They're thinking in these, like, quotations. Yeah, and they're answering each other's thoughts. And yet, everything <laughs> seems to sort of progress and respond. And it's not like they're saying, like, you know, he indicated, like, you know, he looked yeah. down at his hands and nodded, and he nodded in agreement, yeah. thinking he understood. Like, no, they seem to be communicating <laughs> in some way. Uh, this next chapter. page next page has some, some fun things on it. Oh, the best. Um but so so this dude is 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 nodding off. He's he's straightening up. He's I did not hear what you just said, but I'm excited to listen to this episode and try to to figure out what you it's just said. It's all for you, Damien. It's uh, all for you. Also, it makes me so angry because it's so obvious that he's gonna fall asleep don't throw that line in and don't fall asleep we clearly know. you know this man falls asleep <laughs> don't fall asleep like you always do okay we're leaving we're gonna shut the lights I'm off i'm not gonna sorry it's so warm in here <laughs> we'll turn the lights off maybe that'll keep it from getting too warm i'm just gonna take a sip of this warm milk coming up 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 Come that, that's stopping you. Come yep. on. There you go. Come, dog. There you go. That's you one paw. It. Believe in yourself. And Maya lifts and one paw. The other paw. Coming up. That's one small step. So the dog has joined us on the couch, and now she's going to lick David's face. Maya. Hey, sweetheart. Can you Thank you. Thank you, Maya. You Thank you, Maya. There you go. Now, all three of us here. <laughs> yeah, so, so you called that foreshadowing hard last chapter. Oh, yeah, big time. No uh, doubt about it. In the meantime, the boys noticed their father struggling with his hands, and to their amazement, he did not seem to be so tightly bound as they had thought. Oh. Both of them tried moving, but could not budge an inch. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Take it. The boys exchanged glances, both realizing what had happened. Dad resorted to an old trick. 
Frank told himself, and Joe was silently fuming. Why didn't we think of it? Yeah, they are (laughs) absolutely communicating. Now, not only are they shining, but the boys are about to go down this rabbit hole of just, like, self-hatred that is amazing. Yeah. (laughs) And again, which seems to compound upon each other's thoughts. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So what they're saying is, uh, Mr. Hardy had profited by his previous experience. When the smugglers had seized the detective and tied him to the cot for the second time, he had used a device frequently employed by magicians and professional, quote-unquote, escape artists who boast that they can release themselves from tightly tied ropes and straight jackets. Oh. Not how you spell straight. Oh, yeah, look at that. Yeah. That's a jacket for a body of water that connects to <laughs> yeah. different bodies of water. Uh, so this is awesome. So the de- Yeah, go ahead. The detective had expanded his chest and flexed his muscles. Nice. Uh, He had also kept his arms as far away from his sides as he could without being noticed. In this way, when he relaxed, the ropes did not bind him as securely as his captors intended. I'm imagining him like a blowfish, (laughs) just (laughs) tripling in size, just barely fitting on the cot. His his legs dangling (laughs) off, his back is two feet off the cot now. Did you gain weight? I had chocolate. (laughs) Just trying to hold this bread I'm allergic to chocolate (laughs) This happens every time I eat dairy Uh, So in this way When he relaxed The ropes did not bind him as securely As his captors intended Awesome I'm so happy And then this is my favorite line in the book (laughs) Yeah I agree Oh why were Frank and I so dumb Joe again chided himself and then Joe yeah. began banging his head against the ground. <laughs> Frank, this is not a joke right here. This is what is written. Frank bit his lip in utter disgust at not having remembered the trick. But then he eased his conscience. Dad didn't think of it the first time either. Yeah, Dad's stupid too. Yeah. <laughs> and they look over at Dad, and Dad's got bite marks on his lip too. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on in this in this chapter specifically this one is so weird yeah this is just a bunch of people tied up next to a sleeping man yeah and just when they should be escaping they're just self-inflicting wounds yeah uh mr hardy had discovered that the rope binding his right wrist to the cot had a slight slack in it okay He began trying to work the rope loose, and this took a long time, and the rough strands rubbed his wrist raw, but at last he managed to slide his hand free. Thank God Snapman left that lotion. Yeah. Yeah. God, he was well moisturized. (laughs) He's about to have some uh, raw things. Hooray! Frank almost shouted, but he didn't. So why put it in? (laughs) So what happened? In quote, did he? Hooray, Frank almost shouted. <laughs> Unless he says it without shouting. Unless he's like, hooray. Yeah. Oh, I almost shouted that, but instead whispered. He almost shouted. You're right. He did. He went, ha. Right. And then in quotes, hope he'll stay that way until we can escape. Looking at uh, Malloy, who appears to be sound asleep. Uh, hope he'll stay that way until we can escape. Frank wished fervently. Why are they wishing in quotes? This is weird. This is very weird. Witchcraftery. 
just have them whisper. I agree. Have them whisper. Yeah. Everything yeah. is more normal. Or don't normal. say anything. It doesn't need to be said. Yeah, just escape. Don't, don't put it in quotes. Yeah, just like, escape. Frank wished that he would stay that way. Okay. Well, we Good know he did that. Why would Frank want him to wake up? That's a great question. Yeah. So he and Only Joe uh, watched their father in amazement, as always, oh, as they wow, saw him man. grope for one of the knots. The detective fumbled at it for a while. And it was slow work with only his one hand free. But the boys knew from his satisfied expression that the smugglers in their haste apparently had not tied the knots as firmly as they should have. Yes. So they just escaped. Let's go ahead and get the family again. Let's not worry about making the knots too tight. And let's assign the man with narcolepsy to watch them. This is a perfect plan. Foolproof. Yeah. They're not getting out. No way. I I wish it would have been like, you know what? We should have like a shark tank to scare them. Yeah, so and like then, the sharks can't get out, but they're like just there. Well, we don't have a tank. Well, let's just put a shark in here. Then. <laughs> okay, and then they just put a shark who dies flat yeah. on the ground. Yeah, and, like slowly the Hardys well, the, stepped over the dead yeah. shark. <laughs> they're too afraid to get a live shark and carry it, so they're like, "Oh, well, we should kill it first, and then we'll put it in." But we'll put pencils in its mouth to keep its jaw open. So it always seems like it's ready. Yeah, and threatening and mean. And we'll put these like angry – I have a magic marker. and We can draw these angry eyebrows on it. Put a trap in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we need well, we can put a We could put a, a radio inside of it too. Oh. And we can talk through ghost. it like, hey, don't move. I'm a ghost shark. <laughs> <laughs> With a pirate's hat. Yes, of course. The sad thing is that would have worked to keep the Hardys <laughs> in their chairs. I don't doubt that. Frank, terrified of ghost sharks. Dave, <laughs> perfectly still. Guys, I don't know. I've seen Sharknado, and I think what's next is the Sharknado with the ghost sharks. Blew away Cortez, all his pirates, and all the hats landed on the sharks in the sea, and they all became pirate ghost sharks. <laughs> That's not that ridiculous. <laughs> It's uh, no, it, I would accept that more than I accept what happens in this uh, chapter. Oh, where are we? Uh, we are so okay at this pirates. instant. Oh, this is this is oh, yeah, this is father in amazement. Um, so at this instant, the guard suddenly lifted his head, and Mr. Hardy quickly laid his free hand back on the cot. He closed his eyes as if sleeping, and his sons followed his example. <laughs> But opening their lids a slit, they watched the smuggler, smuggler carefully. And I just imagine that as they all act asleep, yeah, as they, like, he sees them all, like, tense up yeah. and act asleep, but also they're all like, <laughs> <laughs> we're sleeping. <laughs> <sighs> the guard grunted, they're okay, he mumbled. <laughs> Once more, he tried to stay awake, but found it impossible. <laughs> Little by little, his head sagged until his chin rested on his chest. Deep, regular breathing told the prisoners he was asleep. Um, deep, regular Does breathing it? is yeah. pretty foreign to the Hardys. Yeah. Hooked up to his CPAP machine. <laughs> Why are they listening to the man's breathing patterns, too? Like, how close is he? Unless he's snoring. I'm breathing right now. Can you tell? Oh, my God. It's deafening. You can hear that? No, not at all. Not even a little. Yeah, nothing. I can see you moving more than I can yeah, hear you. right? Come on. What are they, supersonic? Well, if this dude's truculent, 
is, well, yeah, that's true. He's probably got some pretty angry breathing. Yeah, yeah. His seep, his iron lung that he's in, <laughs> yeah. like the accordion thing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't move. That's the dem- demonic. You're killing your father, Larry. Your father is dead. Is this what you want? <laughs> Find a stranger in the Alps, Larry. Uh, Mr. Hardy now began working on the knot of the rope that kept his left arm bound to the cot. In a matter of moments, he succeeded. Oh, by the way, I underlined this earlier. The detective fumbled at the knot for a while. It was slow work. This is in a chapter called Quick Work. Quick Work. <laughs> so, and that's the only work that's done. I don't know why. I, yeah, I, I honestly think it's Quick Work because he wrote it fast. It's the only thing that makes sense. Like it was, it was a note to himself. It was like it, the editor like had written that in red <laughs> pen on it, and the publisher was just like, oh, I guess that's the name of the chapter. Yeah. What do we want to call this? Malloy's Sleep or uh, Quick Work? Yeah. There's uh, no other chapter title for this. Yeah. Nothing else happens. Yeah. I guess toward the end, something happens. Ooh, foreshadowing. Uh, in a matter of moments, he succeeded in loosening it. Uh, so he's got his left arm free. And after making sure the guard was still asleep, the detective sat up on the cot and struggled to release his feet. This was an easier task. The smugglers had merely passed a rope around the cot to hold the prisoner's feet. I'm confused. So it said he struggled to release his feet, but it was an easy task. They had just Why would he struggle if it was feet? easy? And then this, this next The part, most careless tie-up, too. And still in that paragraph, a few minutes' attention was all <laughs> that was necessary for the boy's father to work his way loose. How how did it take you a minute if the rope is just passed around the cot? Yeah. It should... wouldn't be tight either. Couldn't you just kind of It's a cot. It's a a bed. You can push it down and slide your feet out. And as a as a hardy, I would have thought that he would have freed his feet long before he would have attempted right? to get his hands loose. I thought the same thing. Got to get those feet free. It's all about feet, baby. That way you can you can move them around <laughs> instead of having to wait for a massage. <laughs> yeah. I'll circulate myself. <laughs> After they're all untied, like feverishly, they massaged each other's <laughs> legs <laughs> in a circle. My uh, mind's telling me no. Now he'll release us, Joe thought excitedly, and we can escape from here. Yes, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. Thank you for thinking yeah. that. <laughs> That's the thing to think. And this isn't something that was said, right? This isn't thought. Joe thought excitedly. Yep. And then Fenton tiptoes towards his sons. What do you think happens during that tiptoe? The board squeaks. Yeah, I was surprised. Also, the cot probably would have made a good yeah. deal. Like, if you, you sit up in an bed, old, rusty cot, too, one without a mattress? I have a foam mattress. Yeah. And it makes noise when you sit up in it. Yeah. Because, it, like, there's no springs or anything like this cot, this wooden and canvas cot or whatever has. Uh, he's definitely making deafening noises. Oh, yeah. He's dropping rope to the ground, too. And everything Malloy's just... <laughs> they're okay. <laughs> 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 I'm moving from the car. I'm moving from the car. Feet aren't tied. Feet aren't tied. <laughs> I did notice that he was three times larger than he was the first time we tied him up, the second time we tied him up. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like a pufferfish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me to call him Papa Six when I wake up for this now. <laughs> Hope the boys let the shark out. <laughs> Killed it first. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, we're definitely going to win an award for this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have to at one point. This this is deep character work that we're doing. Oh, yeah. Also, guys, we're not just doing voice uh, lessons now. We are also doing just noises, sound effects. I've been working sound effects in here. You've heard them. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if you want to trick a significant other into believing that you're sleeping so they fall asleep so you can do fun things while they're out, or perhaps you have children who you also want to trick that you're sleeping, uh, take our class. Yep. Yeah. Uh, one of our most famous students, I know I don't like to name drop, but Michael Winslow. Michael Winslow, can you believe it? The Spaceballs man himself. Yep. Uh, police Academy. Police Academy. I think he was the only one to stay until five. Wasn't uh, Michael Winslow in all of them? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Gutenberg was only in one. And he was out. Oh, no, I think he came back. I think he was in know. four. I don't know anything. All right. We'll ask Keith, the only man I, I've known who's seen them all. I am confident at this point that we have dove more deeply mm-hmm. into the psyche of <laughs> of Malloy than anyone has in history. Dude. No one uh, who's written a book report about this no. has taken the time to think about what brought Malloy to these gangs in the first no, place. A truculent man like Malloy, we're the only ones who know anything about him. Do you think he's married? Him. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's, it's it's not a good marriage. Do you think his wife knows what he does, and that's why it's not a good marriage? Or do you think he his wife doesn't know, and that distance is what's making it not a good marriage? I think it's the distance. I don't think the wife knows. What do you think he tells his wife he does? I think he used to be a boxer. He did grow up boxing, and then he got too old. He got hurt. Some sort of shoulder injury, right? Yeah. He just got. He caught a not as a, bad as Snapman's shoulder injury. No, Snapman's not as bad as Snapman's. League of yeah. whole, whole different level. And I think he, you know, got a bad injury. But he said that he started coaching people. And I think he lies to her and says he's going to the gym to coach. Okay, that's just my thoughts. Yeah. on the Snapman, not the Snapman, on the Maloyman. Do you think he's? He's also Irish, so I know he drinks a lot and he beats his wife. <laughs> so that's why the whole boxer thing makes sense to me. <laughs> Yeah, I guess this is. I, I mean, I guess Malloy is. Oh yeah, a vaguely you, Irish name. Here, but. Here's what he looks like. He's got curly hair, right? Yeah. Short. I think it's deep black curly hair. I know he's short and chunky. He's a big fat man, but I also know he's in a pure white wife beater with some uh, probably dark brown slacks. Fair. That's my. I can't my dispute impression. that. That's what I think he looks like. Right. Yeah, that's fine. I think it's funny that there's like some clear ethnic names. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we, we've gone over before, Ali like Tony Preto and Preto. Phil Cohen, yeah. Ali Singh, Rocco, um, Rocco. Yeah, uh, but Malloy is like the first sort of could be Irish name. Mm. They've left the Irish alone for the most part. Yeah, surprisingly so. Yeah, and I already bashed them easily. Yeah, it's a quick one to bash. Are you part Irish? No. Oh, I am, and that's why. Ah, that's why it's okay for me. Well, to I mean, condemn every, an entire. People. Come on, who doesn't have Irish in them? Everyone has Irish in America, yeah. But at this time, I don't know. I'm yeah. I wonder. Listen, I know if you take a pen knife to Malloy and you cut him, he's gonna bleed beer. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, I'm sorry, not beer, Jameson. Yeah, I, I'm I not wonder, a drinker. I'm I sorry. Wonder, I don't know. If we'll get like an O'Shaughnessy character or something like that in, Ooh, in a later book, yeah, and how heavily they'll lean into those stereotypes. I hope so. I hope very heavily. I feel like because in in the original first book mm-hmm. was the line, 
about Rocco, the the flamboyantly Italian <laughs> man. There was something that said, like most of his countrymen, he was easily excitable. Yeah. Like they are just throwing Italians under the bus. Yes. And that can't like did the did Dave or Charlie Leslie McFarland Charles Leslie McFarland did he have something against Italians? Or I feel like it was the man who stole his wife from him. Was Italian? Was Italian, yeah. Just a suave Oh, yeah, Italian singer. stallion, dude. No doubt about it. Yeah. A Frank Stallone type. Like, bigger muscles, nice better shoes looking. shoes all the time. Great shoes. Good swarthy skin, too. Turning your That's bedroom back, back into, into the computer, the computer room. Did you know that song, or were you just singing right after just me? singing right after you. That's pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Where were we? Uh, we, after making sure the guard was still asleep, the detective sat up. Oh, he started squeaking, right? Do we get it there? Oh, no, you were saying like as he stepped on the... Oh, yeah. And uh, of course, what happens is... The board the, squeaked loudly and the guard muttered again as if dreaming, shook his head and then sat up. Oh, no. Frank murmured, fearful of what would happen. He saw his father pick up a white rag someone had dropped. Oh, I'll just grab this white rag that someone dropped. Why did someone <laughs> drop a white rag? And why is the color important? <laughs> yeah. I, so you know it's clean, maybe? Like, I, <laughs> the fact that it's a white rag makes me doubt its existence. <laughs> like, who's going to carry a white rag? Had they what just sailor said, is carrying rag? this white rag? Yeah. I would have thought, sure, there's probably rags everywhere, but they're red. Yeah. They're dark blue. Yeah. They're gray. These are workermen's rags. You're not going to use a white rag. It's going to be dirty immediately. Yeah. Everyone knows that. You need that. a dark color. And these are these are sailors. These are navy men. You know they want their navy rags. Exactly. Some deep blues. Some deep blues. Yeah. So maybe a nice or chartreuse. A chartreuse. Yes, 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 yes. Sienna, I'm if you will. I'm thinking it could be red, too. A scarlet red. I mean, what better to hide blood stains? That's a great point. Yeah. I'm full of them. It's to like go the, with their new red hat that's just been dipped in blood. Uh, there's, there's the uh, the pirate captain who's facing a ship in battle. Yeah, and he says, uh, "Bring me my red shirt." And uh, and the guy his crew member brings him his red shirt. You, have you heard this? No. Oh, the crew member brings him his red shirt. And he's like, "Why do you want your red shirt?" He's, he's like, "The dog beat you to it." He's like, "Why? <laughs> why? Why do you want a red shirt?" And he's like, "That way, if I'm shot during the battle and I bleed, my men won't notice." That I've been shot and they'll continue to fight unscared. Hmm. Like, oh, okay. And so then, like two days later, there's another battle, but it's his ship versus fifteen ships. And he says to the guy, "Bring me my brown pants." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Not bad. Rag. Rag <laughs> jacks. Um, we're at a spot where our, uh, we're going to take a break. I went to lick my lips. I'm not going to lie. And I brought the mic a little too close to my mouth. And I totally just licked the mic. That's fine. Just wipe it off. I'll get a new one. Oh, God. <laughs> you said wipe it off. Yeah, not on your face. Well, I don't know what you want from me. I don't know what that sounded like. And now I'm curious. Take your break. We'll be right back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. So... I said this when we started recording the first half. This is the worst book I've ever read. Yeah, easily. And every time and I you've turn read the page, one piece. yeah. Well, I, I was going to ask. <laughs> I was going to ask you. Other than these books, yeah. What books have you read that you have liked or not liked? 
not liked, there's only one book that I can think of that I gave up on. And it's not a bad story. It's a great story. What book? Annihilation. Okay. I thought the writer was atrocious. I hated his style. I don't remember why. I just remember thinking, I'm confused half the time. I don't know which character is talking sometimes. I don't know. It wasn't for me. Maybe I was in a, a bad mood when I was reading it. Uh, but yeah, I did not like Annihilation. What books do you read that are that are good books that you do enjoy? David Benioff wrote a book called what was it called? City of Thieves or something like that. Okay, I forget what it's called, but I love that book. You love that book? That's a fantastic okay. book. We're, I don't for being someone who hosts yeah a literary podcast. I'm not actually a big reader, and like growing up, I did my required reading or I skimmed it. Yeah, um, but I, I've never been huge into books, save for mm-hmm. with the glaring exception of The Godfather. I've read Mar- Mario Puzo's Godfather yeah. uh, in its entirety more than ten times. I've got a tattered paperback Whoa. version. I've got my copy of The Godfather, which I've read yeah. so many times. Yeah, love that book. But other than that, I read a lot of like business management books and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm, I'm into that. Yeah. Um, but as far as like narrative books, when I met Jesse, I started reading a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And so like I'm, I read all of the Harry Potter series. Yeah. Uh, but that was like six years ago that I started that. Like it was not a thing as I was a kid. That was right. Like that was my Percy Jackson. I read that late in life. Okay. Yeah. So I've read the Harry Potters. I've mm-hmm. read uh, the Da Vinci Code. Yeah. The Taurus Quest. The Martian. Uh, the what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Dora's Quest? The Toro's Quest? Oh, I'm unfamiliar. Yeah, it's all right. It's okay. It was something that I read in third grade. Oh, okay. You were going with Harry Potter and things like that. Things you should have read as a child, as an adult, and that just seemed fitting. Okay. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. But, so, so my, my point being, I don't read a ton of novels, especially modern novels. Yeah. Um, but I... I I'm trying to think of like what is a great book, and unfortunately, I've Harry Potter examples. I think some of those are very, very well written mm-hmm. books. But yeah, for me to say, "Wow, this is a bad book," is saying a lot <laughs> because it's such a low bar to clear. Yeah, but man, this thing is just dragging. oh, it's bad. It's a bad, bad book. It's bad writing. It's bad characters. There's nothing enjoyable enjoyable about it except that we know we're about to rip on it that's the only thing i enjoy about reading this is that i can't wait to make fun of this and that's sad we didn't come into this (laughs) thinking that no no we came into it with sort of like a a nostalgic sort of like oh let's let's uh let's go see what the hardy boys are up to and and they're so dumb (laughs) they're so stupid and yet we uh we continue we continue on our journey to yeah. find ourselves through the Hardy to be Boys. I truculent about reading this book. Dude, that's the only thing I enjoy about these. Like, actually enjoy. Is, Besides ripping on it. Like, that's fun. But from the actual book itself, I just like expanding the vocabulary. To words that are absolutely obsolete. Yeah. Like, yeah. K-O, or K- Kayud. Kayud. What do we say? Kayud? Kayud. Kayud. A truculent Kayuding man. Uh, <laughs> Swarthy. I said stiphened one point. I mean, it's just good words that... Uh, I mean, stiphened, you just wrong. mispronounced stiffened. Well, yeah. But <laughs> I get your point. <laughs> uh, 
So when we last left them, the uh, Mr. Hardy was out of his chair and was moving across the planks on the floor, and uh, old Malloy starts oh, yes, to starts to snort, starts to wake up a little <laughs> bit. The floor had squeaked loudly. Yeah, and he sits back up, and so a look of intense amazement crossed Malloy's face <laughs> as he opened his mouth to yell for help. Fenton Hardy leapt across. <laughs> Uh, sorry, leaped, which is different than leapt, uh, leaped across the intervening space and flung himself on the smuggler. Keep quiet. Nice. The Good reading. ordered. Yeah. Thank that you. was stern. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Like a world famous detective. Yeah. I, I, I don't that. know why I go so theatrical with it. In my head, it was, keep quiet. Oh, no. Yours this is, is right. Mine is I wrong. I feel like this is a, a, a quick threat yes, of a, just like, I got to sound gritty. Yeah, this isn't me. Okay, everyone you. keep quiet, and I will yeah. explain to you the consequences if you do otherwise. Yeah. This is like, keep quiet or I'll kill you. Yeah. I'll kill you right now. You make you. a noise. Yeah. You make a noise, I will tear your jaw off. Oh my God. Feed it to the oh shark. Oh, my God. You're ghosting us. Give away this our is, position one more time. This is like uh, this is like in The Patriot. Yeah, when, uh, good movie. When, God, Mel Gibson's a stud. When, I who love is it? Mel Gibson. It's not Thomas. When one of his... Oh, when Gabriel... The eldest, yeah, is watching oh, as uh, as Mel Gibson goes the ham <laughs> on that dude, just like chopping his face yeah. up, and he's got blood all over. Like goes awesome. absolute savage, and his his sons, they're like, oh my god, yeah, I've never cool. seen this side of my dad before. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah, um, I feel like this is that moment for the Hardys of like they're watching their father be like, I'll kill you, I'll <laughs> kill you. You make one word, make one noise. Suck will, on this white rag. I will end you. He said this white rag. Or the, I got a line. I got a line, I think. This white rag is about to come red if you open your mouth. Well, I wrote in Something the margin. Like that. I don't uh, know. It's not a good line. But you get the meaning. Uh, Oh, wait, no. You didn't write anything in the margin. I, d- I did. You it's lied. later. It's later, but it's about the the rag. Yeah. But I I do think that at this point when he's like I'll shove this white rag in your mouth. Malloy like his last words are like where'd you get a white Who had a white rag? That's not Rex. That's Burke's undies. That's That's your son's underwear. It's Frank and Joe's underwear from when they got naked. They They just left it in the pond and someone found it. They're like, well, it's just us in the ground. That's hilarious because that might be true. As we were thinking of like, where is a white piece of fabric going to just be dropped? (laughs) Yeah. It was when it was tied to their heads. (laughs) The pants stayed. Uh, And we'll, we'll get to this. It's so buttery. We'll get to this shortly. But when there's snacks in here. Hang on. <laughs> exactly right. So so they lost their pocket knives from from getting undressed. Uh they've they've lost their underwear. They've they've done all they've you know gone through hell with carrying this stuff on their heads. Yeah. But miraculously, as we'll find, there's a whole lot that did stay in the pockets just fine. <laughs> no problem I staying in the pockets. I didn't even think about that. The yeah. knife was lost. <laughs> the knife was lost, but you know what wasn't lost? We will see. We will find out shortly. Keep quiet, the detective ordered. Malloy had only had time only to utter a muffled gasp before the detective mm. clapped mm. a hand over the guard's mouth, mm. jammed the rag into it, Ooh. and toppled him to the floor. Ooh. The two rolled over and over in a desperate, silent struggle. The boys, Pause. helpless. 
You just woke this man up just walking on the ground. You're telling me you're rolling around on that squeaky floor and it's silent? That's a good point. Makes no sense. Continue. The boys, helpless, looked on, their fears mounting. They knew their father had been weakened by his imprisonment and hunger. (laughs) And the guard was strong and muscular and truculent. (laughs) Nevertheless. (laughs) I'm so... I had that underlined, too, because I wish it went on. Is it like, he was strong, muscular, muscular, covered in sweat. (laughs) Glistening, glistening in the light like of the angel, electric light bulb, like a pro wrestler, <laughs> like Macho Man Randy Savage. His veins throbbed, <laughs> like the man that Sheila ran away with. <laughs> He's just writing the man that he walked in that his wife was with when he was writing one of these books after work, and that guy. The, the guy that his wife ran away with was small absolutely arms. was named Malloy, and he <laughs> yeah. did not change it for the story. I'm going to write Malloy, and I'm going to shove a rag into his mouth. And he's watch. got one job. His job is to stay awake. But you know what he does? He falls asleep because he's worthless. Because he's a loser, Sheila! He's a loser! <laughs> he can't... He doesn't know how to triple his body size when getting tied up. That way it's easier to wiggle out of the bonds. Oh, no. Franklin, ever since you read that book on magicians, you've become a real jerk. Don't inflate yourself, Franklin. I'm always this size, Sheila. Larger than life. (laughs) Nevertheless, the detective had the advantages of a surprise attack. Malloy had no time to collect his wits. Larger than life. What a line. I'm gonna live forever, (laughs) Sheila! As he starts floating away from all the air, he just starts sucking helium, too. Drifting. Sheila! <laughs> <laughs> the hamster dance just I'm starts playing. I'm the man play. that you want, Sheila! <laughs> Look how big I am! I'm gonna be my bop do Pull me down, Sheila. <laughs> Just <laughs> fart, honey. Blow it out. I can't fart. <laughs> I'm going I know. Oh, you did this thing to me where, where that was so great, and yet I hate fart jokes so much. <laughs> It was what? Oh, what a roller coaster. Oh, yeah. Roller coaster of emotions, my friend. Jeez. Oh, like a real jerd burglar here. The turd burglar. Oh. Woo! So we got ourselves right. a fight. Uh, and then this is weird. Frank and Joe watched the battle in an agony of suspense. If only they could join the fight, yeah. the narrator said. <laughs> I feel like joining the fight is a weird way of, of like admitting that it that the three-on-one wouldn't be an instant, like, overpowering. Oh, that's sad, like, yeah. Like, for the two of them to, yeah. like, 
grab the gun, they would point do it at nothing it, end at it. that point. Yeah, like the three of them could then be rolling around together with Malloy <laughs> struggling. They just look. They look over, and then just the boys rolling around. We got him, Dad. Malloy's gone. And Malloy's like, <laughs> I'm not even there. It's like the cartoon Who when there's like the oh, yeah, cloud of the out. wrestling and somebody sneaks out of it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Mr. Hardy still had the advantage for he could breathe better than his opponent. Uh, but as a Hardy, natural <laughs> yeah, disadvantage on the I breathing. I was thinking the same thing. You might have those undies in your mouth, but they still... <laughs> <laughs> but suddenly, <laughs> suddenly, Malloy managed to raise himself to his knees. He reached for the revolver at his hip. Ooh. No funny business. Oh, you're too far, man. Uh, I don't know where we're at. Look out, Dad! Frank Frank hissed. He's got his gun! Quick as a flash, the detective landed a blow on the guard's jaw, not his wrist. (laughs) Malloy blinked and raised both hands to defend himself as he fell to the ground. Mr. Hardy darted forward and pulled the revolver out of the man's side pocket. No funny business. There I you made go. it out. Yeah. <laughs> the detective told him in a low voice. Without being told, Malloy raised his hands in the air. Ooh. He sat helplessly on the floor, beaten. And that's a strange word for that sentence to end on. Because mm. I think they mean like defeated. Like yeah. he sat on the floor like, like a beaten dog. Done. Yeah. But he also has just been physically beaten and punched <laughs> yeah. in the face. So both things are sort of true. Maybe that's a rare Moment of good writing. That is a good, good, good choice of words. Good job, Franklin. Or, or should it, would better writing have been like he sat help, helplessly on the floor, beaten and defeated? Mm, I feel like you would complain about that. Silence. <laughs> uh, he's got a knife too, Dad. Joe said quietly. Watch that. Thanks, Joe. His father replied. I imagine he turns around to look at his son. Thanks, Joe, as he gets stabbed. <laughs> Just yeah. takes one in the gut. Dad! <laughs> you killed him, Joe! All right, let's have the knife, motioning with the pistol. Mm. Sullenly, the guard removed the knife from its leather sheath at his belt and handed it to Mr. Hardy. Don't hand a knife, ever. How do you hand a knife? Blade towards them, so you can stab them. Right. I would say throw that knife over here. Yeah. Hand me that sharp blade. <laughs> but, yeah. like, even if you're cooperating with someone, like, it can be awkward and dangerous to hand a knife to someone. I'd stab him in the foot, and then when he bends down, I would yank it out and stab him in the eye. It'd be like a quick 180 with it? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's a double-sided blade. It's like the Darth Maul knife. I would stab him in the foot, and he like, ow, that can't hurt me. That's stabbed in the ground. And then I'd hit another button, and the other side would flip out a knife. Oh, and then okay, I'd grab okay, his okay. head and just whoops. Like the Joker. Like the Joker, exactly. With the pencil. With the pencil. Gotcha. Yeah. Want to see a magic trick? Yeah. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Watch me inflate myself. I'm big! <laughs> I'm big! Here I go! <laughs> Uh, just another plug for our uh it's not just accents anymore it's any voice you want to do truthfully yeah and that includes helium that includes the helium voice uh so frank and joe wanted to shout with joy but merely grinned at their father oh dad you're so cool still watching malloy we're just reading this chapter which i think shows that it's a lot better of a chapter than we gave it credit for no. Uh, 
is the worst chapter, but the best chapter for review. I feel like the last chapter we skimmed through a lot of because it was just oh, them garbage. Up. That one was garbage. Yeah, this, you're right. This one, we've got a fight scene. We've yeah, got a fight scene, we have and a that's fight not scene. nothing. Uh, I, a force-fed scene. Like, we have this amazing isn't, this isn't, scenes. This isn't uh, grounds for a formal apology. Yeah. But I will say this is an awful book. This yeah. is This is a rare glimmer of hope. In an otherwise dark and gloomy I mean, dungeon. Let's be honest. It's bad writing. The only reason we're reading this whole thing is because it's funny. Right? Yeah, but, but I'm saying this chapter itself right now. Like, this is actually some action happening. Kind of. Yeah. I feel like the last three chapters... You know what it is? It's because we finished it, and then we started at page one, and we know where this is going that makes us angry. Right? The chapter, not the book. The chapter. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah, we know... Yeah. We know how and that's where it up. gets bad. You forget about some of the good that was in there. But that's you true. you start off with bad and you end with bad. Of course you're going to forget what's in the middle. Yeah. yeah. If, if, you, if you make a really, really good sandwich in between two pieces of poop, <laughs> yeah. you know what you're going to remember? The poop. The poop, yeah. You're going to remember the yeah. poop. That's Dude, a, that's, that's good. T- that's a t-shirt. That is definitely a t-shirt. Yep. Seriously. Poop sandwich. The poop sandwich. Uh, but there has to be a parenthetical because I feel like poop sandwich. People think of poop between two pieces of bread. Yeah. So it's going to say poop sandwich and then parentheses. Uh, but the poop is the bread. <laughs> yeah. Close parentheses. Yeah, I would like that. Look at you doing poop jokes. I'm proud of you. I hate it. I now know how. Still Mr. watching Malloy, the detective walked slowly backward until he reached sl- Joe's side. Lord. Without taking his eyes from the smuggler, he bent down with a knife. And sliced at the ropes that bound his son. Yeah. That is remarkably dangerous. dangerous. Yeah. Take your eyes off yeah. the smuggler and look at your well, I think what your it son was, was right was next like, to your son's wrist. Remember five minutes ago when you stabbed me? Yeah, a whole bunch. Yeah. Well, it's going to come back and stab yeah, play you. Play the odds here, bud. Yeah. Fortunately, the knife was sharp and the ropes were soon cut. And so were his bones. were <laughs> two of his fingers. <laughs> Boy, that feels good, Dad. Thanks, Joe whispered. I love that so much. It's a weird. I imagine he's very close to his dad's ear. Boy, feels good, Dad. Joe said Thanks. something into Frank's ear several chapters ago. Yeah, Joe. It's just all about that that connection. He's an ear close to close connection. He's an oh yeah, he tickles ears. Oh. I just like I like my voice to vibrate the ear hairs. Yeah, that yeah, proximity like effect. Get in there. Like Do you want to drive there. for a minute, man? No, you Fair. drive. I like when you drive. Okay. I'm a passenger man, you know what I'm saying? You're passengers man. I'm a passenger's man. Uh, he sprang from the chair, this is Joe, took the knife, and while his father watched Malloy, he cut Frank's bonds. Malloy, Mr. Hardy ordered, come over here. He motioned toward the bed, indicated by gestures that the smuggler was... Oh, sorry. He motioned toward the bed and indicated by gestures that the smuggler was to lie down on the cot. Ew, I don't like it. This is gone. You boys get out of here, he said. (laughs) (laughs) Removing his son's underwear from Malloy's mouth. Uh, (laughs) Malloy shook his head vigorously, but was prodded over by Joe, and I don't know what that means. Oh, is that like pushed with the knife? Oh, okay. Maybe use the knife to be like, get over there. Yeah. Like, I'm prodding. Yeah, Yeah, like a cattle prodding. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Okay, I'm there. Uh, The guard lay down on the cot. The ropes which had held Mr. Hardy had not been cut. So they start. They decide they're going to tie him up on the cot. So they lay him down and they tie Malloy up the way Mr. Hardy was tied up. Yeah, uh, but hopefully tighter. And they put a, they put the rag in his mouth and tie a rope around his mouth to hold the rag in. Mm-hmm. 
and I flashed right to A Few Good Men. Ooh, okay. When they have a code red. Yeah. And they, they, they put the rag in Santiago's mouth, mm-hmm. and then he has the acid reflux thing. Um, it triggers the, the acid, which, you know, he suffocates then. Yeah. And dies. Even if they took the rag out, it was already too late. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, he, they knew he had a condition. Yeah. They knew he had complained well, of shortness of breath. Yeah. Uh, you know, wanted, he was put on uh, relief duty mm-hmm. um, and given some time off from the drills uh, because he had this heart, heart condition, um, which is documented. And any doctor would know that uh, right. in their expert medical opinion. Um, but here they seem to discard all of that and tie a rope around. Like, he's going to accidentally swallow this white rag and die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is fine. They were going to kill him anyways. As in they were going to kill the Hardys. That's true. Maybe the Hardys put all these guys on Ali Singh's ship, and then he throws them out. Oh. Foster the captain throws them out. I like that. What a twist. The whole procedure had taken scarcely five minutes. The Hardys were free. And I guess that's the one paragraph of quick work. Yeah, that was very quick work. Okay. I think the Hardy boys, actually, I think Ali Singh might be a good guy. You think? Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a twist. I think he's going to show up, and he's going to be like, actually... I'm undercover. I'm a naval officer or something like that. My name's Bally Singh. Yeah. Like Bollywood. Just like how Felix Pollitt changed his name to Felix Snapman. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually Felix Singh. Ooh. What now? Dun-dun. Frank asked his father, out of earshot of Malloy, hide someplace until the Coast Guard gets here. Quickly, he told about Tony and Chet going to bring officers to the smugglers' hideout. But they should have been here by now, Joe whispered. They probably haven't found the secret door. Let's go down and show them. Uh, So they're about to go when all of a sudden they hear some voices in the stairwell below. So they know they can't. Yeah. So they decide, let's listen for a few minutes and then run the opposite direction. Yeah. And I believe they say exactly that. Yeah, we'll listen a few seconds. Then we'd better run in the other direction said Mr. Hardy. I know the way out uh, to the grounds. So the, the Hardy boys go out to the grounds. Like, you can make your escape already. Why do you need to find the Coast Guard if you can get out? Well, they want to listen a few seconds. Maybe they'll hear a clue, uh, and then they'll well, go. I mean, they already know it's the Snapman. They don't know, and actually, it's not. The, the little conversation they're about to overhear goes back to the whole discord being sown amongst the smugglers. Ooh. Um, so, yeah, we get this... Uh, you uh, double-crosser, you. This loop belongs to the whole gang, and don't you forget it. Listen, said the second voice. I don't have to take orders from you. I thought we were pals. Now you don't want to go through with the deal? Who's to know if we got ten packages or five from that friend O'Ally Sings? Okay. And this stuff will be easier to get rid of than those drugs. They're too hot for me. Snapman can burn for kidnapping if he wants to. I don't. That sentence doesn't make sense, but let's just move on. Yeah. The voices had now become so loud that the Hardys did not dare wait another moment. Come on, the boy's father urged. He led the way back to the uh, corridor uh, and along it to the door at the end. Suddenly, Frank and Joe noticed, uh, <laughs> noticed him falter and were afraid he was going to faint. Joe recalled that his father had had no food except for the candy bar. Ramming his hands into his pockets, he brought out another bar and some pieces of pretzel. 
Quickly, he filled both his father's hands with them. Mr. Hardy ate them hungrily as his sons supported him under his arms and assisted him to the door. (laughs) Now, now let's get into this. Yeah. A, you had extra gloves? (laughs) The whole time? Yeah. How many candy bars did you have? Yeah. How are they not melted? How? You went through water. Yeah, you, well... This should be soggy. Well, I get the clothes were over the head, if but... The, if the clothes were tied on his head and he lost his pocket knife, how did he not lose the, <laughs> the pretzels? pretzels? Yeah. How did he have enough to fill his father's hands? And... What was he walking... Like, how bulging were his pockets beforehand? If you're going to feed your starving father, are you going to give him a piece of chocolate or some sort of bread? Bread. At least bread. A pretzel has nutritional values. Candy has none. Well, they had said before, candy has quick energy. It's got sugar, which your body can metabolize a lot faster. That's why you get salt. that sugar high and sugar crash. The electrolytes of the pretzels are going to help for sure. Yeah. See, I think I think it's a good harmony. You could have comboed it. You could have made a chocolate-covered pretzel. I'm thinking a pretzel would be better and, nourishment and than And in that candy. his pocket, it may now be a chocolate-covered chocolate pretzel. <laughs> yeah, this whole thing is just... I, I just thought, I, I flashed back to it. He left with 15 pretzels in his pockets, correct? That wasn't uh, something we exaggerated. Like, he legitimately got 15 pretzels. Ten. ten. He sorry. ordered a dozen, two for his mouth, ten for ten his for pockets. Ten for his pockets. <laughs> yeah. And then he brought, he brought them out in the boat and okay, gave so them to Chet and Tony. I like, would imagine that Chet took two, Tony took one. Yeah. I mean, no matter what, he's still at five pretzels. Or yeah, he's, four. he's got a lot he's of pretzels. He's got four in his pretzels, pocket, at least. I don't know if these are stick pretzels, but no, they're not, because he talks no. about his pretzels being uh, salty rings. Salty rings, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. And they're, and they're strung around the aerial. <laughs> yeah. So good they, memory. It couldn't be a stick. Yeah. So these are normal pretzels and probably, you know, a good sized pretzel, a movie theater pretzel. Also, what weird world is it that their metabolism works like a video game? Of like, oh no, half of I'm my hurt. hearts are gone. <laughs> Quick, eat this apple. Energy's back. Like that's not how this works. Do you Anything. think this is where like Zelda got that idea? Was from reading the uh, the Hardy Boys. Hardy Boys, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, and they may have taken from these books the ability in the new Zelda to cook full meals and like combine ingredients to make. Have you played? Uh, no, but I hear it's the best one. Oh, it's beautiful. I hear it's, it's a the best game. one. Breath of the Wild. It's yeah. Fantastic. Uh, but you can like get apples and some meat and this and like you can make a stew. And like when mm. you combine certain ingredients, it makes different mm. things that are worth more to you than the combined sum of their uh, health. Oh. So if like an apple's worth one heart and whatever, but yeah, it's worth stew two, it up and get stew multiple. It up and it's worth four instead of three. Whoa, that's pretty sweet. So yeah, that may have been taken from this. But. All he's Mr. Hardy is not going to get a sudden rush of energy. He's going to get a stomach ache. He's going to vomit. <laughs> boy, he's going to run. Boy, stop feeding me. Please stop putting pretzels in me. There you go, Dad. Eat another one, Dad. I've got four more. You need the energy. This isn't how food works, boys. He's fainting because you stabbed him. It's a loss yes, of blood. It's, it's, here, put, put a pretzel in the wound. You stabbed me and rolled me down the stairs. Put Let me see in the it. pond. I'm cold. I have hypothermia. Uh... Uh, so they, they got to the door. As Frank quietly opened it, they saw a staircase way beyond. I'm sorry. They saw a stairway beyond. And the detective said, these steps will bring us up into a shed near the pilot house. There's a trap door. And that's the way Snapman brought me down. Got mm. your lights? We haven't any time to lose. I'll take the lead. 
Mr. Hardy seems stronger already. Mere three <laughs> sentences after ingesting the food. Uh, do you think they have like um, like heroin needles, but it's just filled with food? Like they blend it up pretzels or apples or something mm-hmm. like that, and they walk around with like insulin shots, and they just shoot up whenever they need quick food. Or like an EpiPen. Like an EpiPen, yeah. It's a shot of pure adrenaline. Yeah, but it's just a shot of pure chocolate cake. Well, they had said a couple chapters ago, like he had, they had taken his concentrated nutritional <laughs> oh, powder yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. Like he had some sort of EpiPen of food. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they had taken it. They took everything. Those turds. So they ascended the staircase. Frank and Joe wondered if they would come out into the shed where they had seen the man named Klein picking up small logs. When the detective reached the top of the stairs, he ordered the lights out and pushed against the trap door. He could not budge it. You try, he urged the boys, and hurry. Those men, we heard, may discover Malloy. Then things will start popping, Frank murmured. (laughs) I feel like Frank has been walking around with this big boombox the whole time, waiting (laughs) for like a line like this. Like radio Then things will really get popping and push play. Yeah, I did. I thought you were going Adam's family at first or something, but it wasn't. You no. threw me off. Or he could be like, uh, and things will really start popping. He pushes play and it's like, the boys heaved their shoulders against the trap door. In a moment, there came the rumble of the rolling logs. The door went up easily. Frank peered out. No one seemed to be around. He stepped up into the shed, and the others followed. There, three stood in silence. The night was dark. The wind blowing through the trees. Hang on, we've never made it this far into the song before. I always laugh and lose it. And at some point, I went into Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. (laughs) I didn't even hear that. How does that even go? I don't know. I, I got to like... Yeah, we were in there somewhere. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, so yeah, they uh, stood in silence in the dark. The wind blowing, <laughs> moaning trees, all that jazz. Before the Hardys rose to the gloomy mass of the house on the cliff, no lights could be seen. That is not true. Is it not true? Well, I'm just saying, without any light. Oh, yeah, you can still see. No, you can't see anything. Like, the moon the is moon. a light. Yeah. There's, yeah, yeah, there's yeah something. I'm with you. stars, yeah. Yeah. No lights could be seen. Idiots. Idiots. So they were completely blind. From the direction of the lane came, a dull, came dull thudding sounds. The boys and their father assumed the smuggler's truck was being loaded with the goods which were to be disposed of by the man named Burke. Suddenly, the Hardys heard voices from the corridor they had just left. Quickly, Frank closed the trap door and Joe piled up the logs. Then silently, the Hardys stole out into the yard. If Frank closed the trap door and Joe piled up the logs on top of the trap door again, what did Frank do then? Because I feel like Frank closed the door. He could have then also yeah. stacked logs with Joe. Yeah, but he just stood and watched. He's like, I already did my part. Yeah, I closed, I closed the I door, closed remember? The door. Yeah. Remember, I closed the door <laughs> while you did nothing, Joe. Now give me one of those pretzels. <laughs> I know you've got more. Give it. Stop reaching in my pocket. Give it. Joe, give it. Or Frank, give it. Give it. That's when they're found out by everyone because they're arguing. I'm hungry too. 
Everyone's underneath the trap door, just like, what are they arguing about? And like pieces of salt are dropping through like the little cracks. It's <laughs> what is going on up there? In my eye, it burns. It's like pretzels. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Is that is that what is a that pretzel? Chocolate? Pizza? Delicious pretzels. These, Did I smell a salty ring? The latch a delicious is all salty. sticky. <laughs> Which do you think also when they got out and they were back outside the trap door and they hear the voices? Do you think there was a moment where they looked at each other and went, oh, "Ghosts"? <laughs> I think non. I think anytime they look at a person, they say, oh, "Is that a ghost?" ghost. <laughs> Malloy is sleeping. <gasps> the ghost is sleeping. I'm a ghost. Oh, my friend. Yes, we did it. Three, three, three. episodes, and I think. This was a fantastic one. I'm a fan of this episode. Yeah, we had this is the helium one that we came in with, right? Well, was Sheila made an appearance, and Sheila, I feel like yeah, well, it's Sheila, been a while. Well, Sheila didn't make the appearance, but a little bit. She was in there. No, I'm saying I'm saying Sheila doesn't exist so much as the author has visions of Sheila. Oh, okay, yeah, I get you. Uh, I feel it's you. more the author you. that's coming to yeah. life in these moments than yeah. is Sheila. Leslie's but Sheila slowly lives losing in the his author. Mind. Yeah, that's all that matters. She's I would love to find crazy out mind. that Charles Leslie's wife's name was, was Sheila. Sheila. That would that would be amazing. I don't want to do the research because if we didn't find out it wasn't, I'd be upset. Obviously, we need to reach out to Guinness at some point as the people who spent the most time with the Hardy Boys. I really want our photo in one of those books. Yeah, did you see that thing on John Oliver a couple weeks ago? Mm-mm. Oh, they've been like, there's been a whole bunch of things that like these. Uh, dictators have been like doing like the biggest like I think Saudi Arabia had like the biggest sheet cake or something like that yeah and they're paying like Guinness is working with these dictators to let them do these bigger and bigger records and like they're enabling these countries to do some pretty awful, awful things. things yeah and so the, the Guinness book isn't necessarily the best that's uh, a bummer partner I think for some people right now but yeah I wonder how many people have died just trying to get a Guinness record. I wonder what the record is for the most people who have died failing <laughs> yeah. to get a record. Because that, by itself, I mean, is the a record. record can only be one, though, right? No, like, say say you tried to do, like, we had 15 people doing a human pyramid, and all of them oh, and died all of them when died. it collapsed. Okay, I get what you're saying. Even Not though, a sole person trying to do something. And, like, let's say the biggest human pyramid was 20 people. <laughs> yeah. And so they wouldn't have gotten the record for the biggest human pyramid, but they but. got the record for the most number of people who died trying to get a world record. I like that. That's good. Yeah, Guinness just got dark. Mm-mm. Oh, geez. Yeah, it's a hard one. The next chapter? Oh, you read the title? I read the title. Terrible. It's ambiguous. You read it it's, too? Yeah, I told yeah. you. It's terrible. It's just a, a roller coaster. Yeah, it's just like, get over with this. I'm tired of this book. End it. Yeah. Um, it's it's the kind of thing. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> we've begun the outro. Is <laughs> just a process of trying trying to work backwards <laughs> to find some things. Um, no, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Have you ever um? trying to think of have you ever met my friend kevin kevin yeah no i haven't met kevin oh i've got a friend named kevin and he may be in the next book and when he's in books 
he gets mad. He gets real mad. So there's a, a chance that we could really see Kevin steamed. <laughs> oh, God. When we get to chapter 17. <laughs> That's how you do it. Oh, amazing.